Okay, welcome you guys. My name's Chloe Bellatori, as I think most of you know. <laughs> I'm a relationship and communication expert. I am a graduate of Princeton University and Pat Allen's Want Institute. I teach tools of androgynous semantic realignment, which is Dr. Pat Allen's work. I teach the tools of transactional analysis, which is Eric Burns' work. And I also teach tools that I created myself because I've been doing this work for over 10 years now, over a decade. I'm also over 20 years married. And so this work changed my life and that is how I found it. And that is why I am spreading it to other people because often when people go for help in relationships or mental health, dating, communication, um, self-help, it's very, it can be very hard to find help that actually transforms your life, that actually changes things. There's a lot of um, emotive therapy available where you go and you, you know, you talk about your problems and yourself and you have someone reflect that and mirror it back to you. And that's often um, helpful, but it and feels good and important, but it ultimately doesn't affect a change in your life. And so for me, I got really frustrated with that. I got frustrated with therapy in general. And it wasn't until I found this work that I was actually able to grab a hold of something, um, a rubric for which I could change my life. And that's what I really wanted. Because many of us are stuck in patterns from our childhood. And when we have any kind of trauma from the ages of zero to 12, and of course there are exceptions, but most people have some kind of trauma between the ages of zero and 12. Um, whether it's trauma with a big T or a small T in this particular context doesn't matter as much as just the fact that it was there. Um, we develop coping mechanisms. And in our childhood state, we think that these coping mechanisms are existential truths, but they're actually just survival conclusions that are strategies of the moment. And we need to use to get along with the people who are on the refrigerator where we're at, because human children are very dependent, right? We're not born um, independent like some other species. So from the ages of zero to 12, we go through a lot of critical windows of development. And so anything that happens in that time ends up impacting us um, more deeply than anything that happens later. Um, that's why there's been a big movement recently to identify the PTSD that people get from childhood trauma as separate from other kinds of PTSD like the ones that soldiers get or that you might have from an isolated um, traumatic event as a grown-up because the childhood PTSD tends to be a little bit more pernicious. Now, the good news is these patterns and survival conclusions can be changed um, because often when we bring these patterns and, and strategies into our adult life, it doesn't pan out well for us. Um, and we end up repeating a lot of the things that happened in our childhood, okay? Um, when we talk about successful relationships, we are talking about relationships in which the energy is balanced. And it's hard to be balanced when you are still struggling under some of these childhood scripts, okay? All of us are feminine and masculine, right? All of us are yin and yang. This is part of the duality of the universe in general. But this has been proven, Raul was bringing up this earlier. Sometimes people want to argue whether or not yin and yang even exists. This has been proven in multiple spheres. So um, in multiple areas. And, you know, there's day and night, there's uh, pain and pleasure. You don't have one without the other here in this on this planet. So as I said, everybody is both feminine and masculine, but we're often thrown off balance when we have these incidences in childhood that are traumatic. Um, this throws us into a state, what's known as ego dystonia. And so it's messed somewhat with our 
access to our own intuition, to our own instincts, right? This trauma, because we have to sacrifice some kind of authenticity in order to attach to the people who are controlling our lives as children. When we grow up, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Then we can be our authentic selves and we can break these patterns. Um, it takes consciousness and awareness and repetition. The brain rewires itself on pain. And so a lot of people don't understand that either way you're going to experience some degree of pain. Like I said, you can't have pleasure without pain. So it's okay to have some pain. We don't want to add to that pain and make it worse with suffering right? And so these tools, they're not going to eliminate your pain, but they will help you work through productive pain, which is the pain of change, as opposed to the pain of stagnation. Because pain occurs either when a change is taking place or a change needs to take place. And that's something that I help people with a lot because sometimes that can be really confusing. And I think it's one of the lesser known aspects of spiritual and psychological work that you every every tear needs to be shed. Every feeling that you've repressed needs to come up and they will come up in layers. Oftentimes, as you start doing this work and you start having success, other issues will start to rear their heads because they want to come up for healing. They want to be resolved. Okay. So this state of ego dystonia, what does that mean? That means basically that if you're a feminine energy person, you get kind of stuck in your masculine energy. And if you're a masculine energy person, you get kind of stuck in your feminine energy. And then you go out in the world and you wonder why you can't match up with your complementary energy. But the truth is the energy you're giving off is inconsistent. Okay, what am I talking about? Maybe that sounds really abstract. So as we get into these tools, you'll understand it a little bit more. But basically, that that is what ego dystonia is. So for example, what I often work with are women who, and these are often um, very overachieving women or women who are the oldest girl child in their house and they had to take on responsibility at a very early age, much like the Wendy, right, in Peter Pan. And then when they go into their adult life, it becomes hard to uh, move back into the feminine, which is more of a feel good to do good. Men need to do good to feel good. Women need to feel good to do good. And so a lot of women end up becoming burnt out and they don't understand why they can't get a masculine man in their lives to take care of them. But because of the trauma, because of the dystonia, it's very hard to give up control. And then on the flip side of that, men who have um, either been spoiled or neglected because both are considered a form of abuse um, in whatever way haven't been respected, haven't been enabled to take responsibility and make their own decisions, haven't had their, um, their thoughts heard and listened to. These men, you know, the dystonic state for that is Peter Pan, right? So it's a man who, who the boy who never grew up. So both Peter Pan and Wendy often end up single. So I help people a lot with that. Okay, I want to go into a brief definition of what feminine and masculine is because these are energies. They're not necessarily consistent with the organs that you have, but they often are. So, but everybody's different. So, and, you know, these energies will change within us as well as we get older. Women tend to get more masculine, men to get, tend to get more feminine due to hemp hormonal drop-offs okay and sometimes you know you might be more masculine for example everybody's masculine at work because masculine is the left side of the brain this is the yang energy right this is competitive conquering controlling taking care of nurturing uh this is doing, achieving. This is the world of ideas. Masculine energy is very much of this world. Masculine energy rules the stuff. A good metaphor for masculine energy are bricks, okay? Left brain, logical, linear thinking. Then we have the right brain. One is not better than the other, by the way, okay? So keep that in mind. The right brain is the feminine side, the yin side. This is the world of sensuality, sexuality, the world of feelings. This is the world of spirituality, of magic, of um, 
mystical journeys. This energy is in the world to make it fun, but it's not of the world. It's like air. And feminine energy is often expressed with the metaphor of a flower. Now, people have, you know, yin and yang is many, many thousands of years old. Um, but people, it's pro- and, I mean, it's attributed to, to Chinese philosophy, but it's probably even older than that. Older than that. Um, I sent an email out this week about seeing yin and yang reflected in quantum entanglement, for example. And these principles you can see really reflected all around, everywhere. Um, And it's interesting. If you guys want to look more into that, here, I'll put, some of you know my favorite, my favorite yin-yang book, which is The Yin-Yang of Life by Dr. Kim and Dr. Lee. So if you're, into that um you can learn a lot about i mean they really divide everything like food and language and colors i'm into yin yang and so it kind of helps bring some of that understanding up a little bit um okay i work i'm gonna put my credentials in i work with men i work with women i work with couples i work with teenagers um i do these meetups once a week I also teach this work a few times a year. We're getting ready to start the module one um, coming up for the last time this year. That's going to be Tuesday. So if you want to sign up for that, that's the module packages link. Um, It's kind of a unique opportunity if you like this work to go deeper into it, to understand a little bit more of the theory, and then we get to apply it directly to our life experiences. And it really, it's really a transformative, um, it ends up being a really transformative group. Raul did it. Um, Raul, do you want to say anything about it? Maybe he can't right now. No, I can't. Yeah, it was, yeah, I, uh, I really enjoyed going through the book on this, on this topic. So, and, uh, it's just it just reiterates the things that you pretty much do on the meetups so right thank you for that you're welcome yeah it brings it really helps you integrate the information a lot better and now you're going to start up on module two which is going to be my second book so i teach my books i've written three books on this work which you can see um which are also linked here i think yeah um those are all available on amazon if you want to look at those but yeah i teach um the first the module 1 is really about um the basics of this work and um applying these basic principles and understanding them in relation to your life and life in general so we kind of attack it from a bunch of different angles so i'm really excited to start doing that And again, that will be the last one of the year. So if you want to jump on it, do. Okay, that's my spiel. Now I open it up for questions. And I also love to hear your guys' updates. You can ask questions or um, about other people's work as well. It can be, you know, my specialty is dating and relationships. But of course, these tools translate, like I said, to really any situation. So it can be about communication or something that happened with your family. Um, Okay, Lee. Hi, Lee. Help. (laughs) What's going on? How can I help you? Help. (laughs) Uh, I've had a rough 24 hours. Okay, what's happening? Last week I shared, I was... um, well, I guess I was. I met this person back in April, mm-hmm. uh, a coworker, and uh, who I, I literally I've never met in person and never even talked on the phone with. Our our exchanges have just been over email as professionals. I just think very nice person, um, and there has there's been some friendly exchanges and plans to meet for coffee. Okay. And so last week, um, you know, I, we confirmed, uh, we'd scheduled a date for today. We were supposed to meet this afternoon. Okay. Uh, Tuesday, 
Tuesday I, night, I sent an email to confirm. Very polite. Good yeah, job. Confirm the coffee date. And yesterday I got an email back and well, they, they, a couple of reasons they this person passed, could not meet me, but the chief thing, <laughs> okay, how do I say this? Because I said coffee date in in the email that mm -hmm. seemed to, uh, Sorry, what? You, because you said coffee date, that scared her? Let me see if I can phrase this. I'm trying to okay. respect everyone's privacy. I don't want to get too detailed. I'm just trying to express what happened. Okay. Well, why did you say no? Okay. So the, so I, I emailed on Tuesday to confirm today's coffee date. Right. All right. The word coffee date made this person uncomfortable. And this person said that they didn't want to sound presumptuous and that they had a boyfriend. Okay. So now listen, I'm, I completely respect that. And I understand that I really do. And I'm, I am very conscious of boundaries. And, um, I think what's hurting me is as, as I've used the word, like I'm kind of like a rescue dog mm -hmm. and it's hitting that childhood wound. It's it's the fact that I cannot use the words coffee date to confirm. No, 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 no. You and can. That, and I. But this is good that she canceled. Yes, it, and she was. Listen, she's super sweet, very polite, and you know there there were other reasons. I mean, there were there were there was she there was work on the plate. It was hot outside. It was a long. It's a long drive for me. So you know it's. It's all good. Hey, yeah, it's fine. I, There's I, right. I think what's hurting inside is the uh, sort of this this I have to I have to tiptoe on these eggshells and pins and needles. I'm so afraid of every little word I say is going to be the wrong word. The fact that I used coffee date in an email really freaks me out because okay. Okay. now you okay. see why I'm so apprehensive around women. Because there's this backlash. It, I could be the nicest guy. But no, it, no, no. Okay, I let me stop you. Let me stop. Somehow that's interpreted as 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 date rape or something. You know, it's like no, no. So she, she has a boyfriend. Right. You have to take I, that I, at I, face value. I do. I do. But she I'm, was. I mean, I don't know what she arrangement she has with her boyfriend, but going to meet single men for coffee probably isn't in the arrangement well i i use the word coffee date with my guy friends right it's not what a big mean? deal you it's did not nothing wrongly you did right. nothing wrong you did nothing wrong i really want you to hear me you did nothing wrong you are going through the pain of change you've been taking a lot of counteractions some people already have boyfriends there's no way to tell that unless they're wearing an engagement ring or a wedding ring right exactly I had no clue. And look, here's the thing that makes it really uncomfortable for me as a, as a coworker, professional colleague person, I'm, I don't want it to get uncomfortable for me because I also saw this as a great opportunity just to network with colleagues. Really? I mean, I wasn't just like potentially a date just to get to know this person really was all it was. It was right. just, and so now so I, when feel she reacts, like she won't even want to get to know you, I get it. But Think about what you've just said. She doesn't even know you. So it's actually not a real rejection. Well, Do you understand? Yeah, and it just story, isn't. I, I know just, that in your that it's that you're compelled to look at it that way and it, you feel really raw right now because you're going through the pain of change which is called primaling, which is the work of Arthur Janov. But you're going through the pain of change. And so it's not really about what happened because you and I talk about it. Obviously, who cares? It's just some girl. She couldn't make it for coffee. She has a boyfriend. Fine. Next. 
that I know that in and of itself, but it's hitting that isn't a big deal. It's hitting the childhood wound. And so intellectually, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but psychologically you're doing a lot of counteractions. You're asking out women, you're using your masculine. You are not being a creep. I'm not going to let you slide back into that thinking. Right. You did nothing wrong. And, you know, it's funny that you brought this up. You know, Raul was talking about something before we started um, that I had mentioned, which is that, you know, sometimes when I present this work to people, they are resistant, right? It's not for everybody. Not everybody's would, ready to look but, at their stuff. Even right? though I've already responded, what would, what do you think would be a good response for a man and like in my position? What's a good way to respond to this in the future? I, I was very understanding, apologetic, and just you know, short and sweet. Okay, just, got it. I understand. All bestly. Okay. Because you don't want to get into defending yourself. You only defend the lie you believe. Okay. So this isn't about what she thinks. This is about what you think about you and the messages you got as a child about who you are. Because she doesn't really matter. She's not even in your life. She's barely in your life. Right. Well, that's, I know that. That's right. right. I just, um... so I'm proud of you. You you did nothing wrong. You did great. You did not act like a creep. Now, here's what the creep move would be. Oh, come on, Danielle, or whatever her name is. Come on, Joni, or whatever her name is. Just you can come out for a coffee. It doesn't matter. Let's just talk. I, I You don't need to feel uncomfortable. That's to, the creep. To push it. The would person be, who doesn't it. hear no. Right, right, right. Okay? Definitely hear no. <laughs> right, right. So you're I have no problem. I hear and so you much. did nothing wrong. Women say no all the time. They have a variety of reasons, you know. Sure. I mean, yeah. I'm always I just I just got scared because of my professional relationship. Of course. This is a you sensitive know? issue. And you and you're gonna feel raw because you're making changes. But you did absolutely nothing wrong. And this is a person I have a lot of respect for. I'm just barely getting to know this person. And I would have been just as fine, happy. And she and this person, she's, you know, she's not completely closed off. I mean, she's it would be more convenient when, you know, to meet on campus when I'm working and in a in a setting where we can, you know, just, okay, we'll see how it goes when you see her. If you want cool. she's a super cool person. I just if you want to ask her again and it's more casual, do that. Or if you want to wait for her to, because she's saying friends. So she can initiate that. It's not a big deal, right? Yeah, I guess I guess I just thought, you know, I, I in hindsight, I probably should have chosen different words than call. No, no, because she's not this is what I was trying to explain. She's not aligned with you for whatever reason it doesn't mean that you're a bad person that's what i was trying to explain with the work stuff right but this is the 21st century i'm a single straight white caucasian male i'm the enemy <laughs> don't you get it i do i i can't i can't i have to watch every t and dot every i but you're you don't but lee you actually don't because you're not offending anyone you're not hurting anyone. I know you're that, cherishing women's feelings. I, you I can am. rest easy in that. This is triggering, like I said, and we'll get more into this in the module, but this is triggering that childhood wound. Well, I, I, it's, it's, and I applaud you for counteracting it and taking well, counteraction. It's, 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 it's been emotional these last 24 hours. And, yes. And I'm, I just, this is when, I, this is I, the work. I go into flight mode. Of course. And I don't you feel really raw, but you're and... actually stronger than you think. And you're going to get over this pretty quickly, just like you got over the other thing. You're going to bounce back yeah. because the pain of change, you get rewarded when you go through it. The pain of not changing, you don't. You just keep getting worse and worse. So you're well, going. This is, why, this is why I like these tools. I like it when I see the woman smile, which, by the way, this person did smile over a Zoom call meeting with the, all the staff. And 
and we, I, I reached out and, you know, you did nothing wrong. It's it, okay to ask and it's okay and it, to say it's no. Just, it's been an email exchange. That's really all it's been. And so I'm just, I mean, I'm like looking to build relationships with everybody in the industry, you know, just to be professional with everyone and be, build relationships across the board. It doesn't have to be romantic. Right. You know? And so, but I have to so, be very careful. I mean, in this, no, you're in doing this great. Ages, you're don't, you don't, I, you're doing this great. This is why so many men make the mistakes. I see them at the, the boundaries they cross, the attitudes they stir up. And I'm not like that. Right. You know, you're having, and I understand where you feel, where it's like seems unfair because a lot of men are jerks and you're not. I do understand that. Um, and a lot of women are jerks. I mean, no, nobody has the monopoly on jerk jerkiness, right? Um, it's a comfort to hear you say that I did nothing wrong. Yeah, you I didn't. I feel like I did. I feel like I did. And hindsight. You're just uncomfortable. I just, I used the word coffee date in a casual context and, and it made this person uncomfortable. And I did not That's mean okay. that to be, and I said I was sorry. You can't read somebody's yeah. mind. You can't. Even you if can't. you're married, you're not going to be able to read her mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to so, take so her important. out to Chinese food, and she's going to say, I fucking hate Chinese food, Lee. Do yeah, you know it, me? But it could be, <laughs> it could be, but it could be a, a friend, a coworker, or even her love interest. I want them to feel safe, and I want them to feel comfortable in my presence. And when I use the word coffee date, it just, it, I can see why it, she was questioning intentions with those words. And, you know, I just, it's something that I, I, I mean, it's just, the it's lesson okay. for me is to, is to be more mindful of, you know, in that context and just, I mean, I will retreat. This is why I, I take at least two, two to four months of talking to someone before I ever ask them out usually, because I gives me time to get to know the person and, you know, but this was a four month exchange, almost three months. And yeah, you did not never well. came up. So I didn't, you know, I don't know. It's just like, this is, this happened with the, the karaoke girl. Yeah. If you're going to extend yourself, you're going to get rejected, you know, and it happens to everyone in all spheres of life. Nobody just, nobody hits a thousand, that's a thousand all the time. I understand. What matters is the courage of continuing to show up and you're learning your stuff now and you're exploring yourself and you're learning about who you are. And so, you know, I don't think you need to change anything. You don't think I should stop using the word coffee date? No, I think it's fine. Because I use it. Not an inherently offensive phrase. I wouldn't think so either, but it yeah. really shifted. The don't, don't, no, don't second guess yourself. Well. Okay. What did you want to add something? Oh, go ahead. I'll pass. No. no, I have my own story. Oh, okay. Thanks for, <laughs> okay. Thanks for the there was another guy with his hand up, but I think he left. I like to say coffee or tea and then let, let them decide or coffee or boba. Hmm. Okay. No, well, it's, it's I let me recommend you say, I want to take you out for coffee. How do you feel about that? I, I did the, I did the, how do you feel about meeting for coffee or drinks? And, and she was fine with that. But then when I went, reached out on Tuesday to confirm, I, I used the term, are we still on for our coffee date on Thursday at three? Thinking it would not. Yeah, no, I don't, but it did. And I, I don't I think know. it was a boyfriend. Nothing, none of this for four months. I had no clue. Yeah. So I was like, and it wasn't really, it really was more of a professional meeting. It was not really a romantic thing, but it's fine. It's, it's I fine. So. I hope so. I'm freaked out, you know, and yeah, you're going to be fine. And this is why I just want to try not away. to think about it too much. If you can try to stop thinking about it because it's a small interaction. And I think even you and I have talked about it enough. So any thinking that you've done up to this point, you're done. Just move forward. Just forget it. You're not a creep. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. I'll appreciate you. Have a good week. Thank you, Lee. Thank you for sharing. I know it's painful. Uh, believe me. I understand when you get triggered, it feels really crazy and you feel really raw. 
And it seems like it'll never stop, but it does stop. And then you will, then you'll wake up and you'll feel better and you'll be more confident. Okay. Raul. Hi, Chloe. So, Hi. Yeah, hearing the um, brings back a lot of um, past experiences in my situation. And I, um, I don't know, I, I, I've encountered several women that will hold back the boyfriend thing until after they've, you know, gone with me for a couple of times or something. And then mm. eventually they, they bring it out like, oh, by the way, I have a boyfriend. So I'm not sure why there's a delay that happened, but it's happened to me like in a couple instances. And on a similar note, I got triggered this morning because um, I was, I've been in contact with this lady to do a photo shoot. That's my my hobby and I was trying to um you know line up a a, a a meeting with her and she asked me she says well let me see what your work looks like and so I sent her my work and and all she asked about my work was what did I use to edit edit the pictures and uh, didn't really comment on on the pictures at all so later on a few days later I said so do you still want to do the photo shoot she says oh when I get back yeah and then I then texted her a day later and said, hey, so how about doing this photo shoot? Then she comes around and says, oh, by the way, um, I think because you're a beginner that you should pay me for the for the shoot. Mm. And and I'm like thinking like, at what point did she know she wanted the month to get paid, you know? Yeah, that's <laughs> that bait and switch. Remember, we talked about that. And yeah. Right. That's yeah. that game bait and switch. So, you know, the, both of those things that you've described sound very gamey. And so when you come up against people who are very gamey, it's just better to know sooner rather than later. Like if a girl's going out with you a couple times and then lets on that she's as a boyfriend, she's in a game. She's playing a game. So the book on that is, is Eric Burns, The Games People Play. Um. And it's a little dated, but it really is the manual of transactional analysis. And it has so many common games that people play. And so the first thing you described sounded very gaming, which is not disclosing the boyfriend. And then the second thing, well, now she's had a couple days. Now she wants to change the terms, right? That's the bait and switch, which is actually yeah. in business. That's technically illegal. I don't know. This particular incident doesn't sound like it was illegal, but, you know, if you like if a business advertises we have two dollar tacos and you walk in and the tacos are five dollars, you show them the two dollar thing and they're supposed to rectify it or there can be, you can take legal action. You know what I'm saying? So when you see that those that gamey stuff in communication, it's just good to know sooner rather than later. So just walk away. No, I, I did. And so what what I, I was trying to figure out, like. Um, how to respond appropriately and ultimately my response to her which came to me after like thinking about it for an hour was I just said well it appears that our interests are not aligned to, you know or not aligned so I'll pass <laughs> great wonderful very good yeah keep it short and sweet um because once you see that that kind of red flag there's like you know there's no there's no point in arguing with somebody that you're not building. Right. Yeah. yeah because, because I, you know, I think what triggered me was, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think what triggered me was the fact that she said I was a beginner photographer and I'm thinking she doesn't even know me. <laughs> right. So, right. She's yeah. just saying that as a, as a tool for leverage. She's just, right. you know, she's just trying to manipulate you. Right. Anyway, that's, all, that's my, my comment. Okay. Very good. Thanks. Thank you for sharing. Okay. Okay. Um, does anybody else have a question? It can be about, where is that? Brett. Okay. Hi, Brett. Can you hear me? Yes. Yay. You know, Chloe, I always come into these meetings thinking, oh, my God, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk. 
I'm not going to talk. And then people start saying things and I'm like, oh my God, I got ideas. Right, 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 right. I love that about this work because that's what was always my experience as well is like, I'd be in these rooms because I started in a group that was in real life, but it was a woman's group. It was, um, it was in Dr. Pat's office and girls would come in and I would think, Jesus, I have nothing in common with this girl. She's got the boobs and the lips and I, you know, I, I'm sure that we have nothing in common and they open their mouth and then we have tons of stuff in common, you know, and it happened all the time where she's old or she's young or she's single. And it just, it's, I love that. Okay. So it's kind of like the magic of the group, I think. Right, 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 right. So yeah, I got a recent experience um, that I I, I want to talk about. But I first I want to talk about Lee's experience because I really empathize with what he just went through. Mm -hmm. And and uh, you know it it really has to do with uh, the post Me Too era and and that like I it's, it's almost like I'm not gonna go so far as saying that dating in the work world is off limits but dang you gotta be so careful now and you know because you as a man you can just get the finger pointed at you and your toes you know and and so yeah i i i, I get lee's anxiety but what you're not toast i mean you know i understand the anxiety about it um <laughs> lee one, one complaint, about it, one, so one verbal complaint can cause months, years of of fixing to never fixing. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? And, and and I'm not saying that this situation warranted that. I'm just saying that I I, I get the yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. You know, it's strange. It's like I'm hearing this a lot from the guys, but you guys aren't really doing anything wrong. Then I also obviously I hear a lot from women of situations where they're just, you know, constantly being harassed. And yet precisely they have Thank no you. recourse. Thank you. Thank you. you. Know? Thank you. And that that is the point is that that um, it's the false accusation. Right. So there there's there is some stuff happening in the world and it actually goes in both ways, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, and do bad things, but anyways, I, yeah, I, I, when I, you I, stick I, though, I, I really want to, I don't want you guys to be so fearful, you know, both of you and Lee, I know you guys are doing your work. I know you guys are trying to cherish women's feelings when you're in that zone, you really aren't going to look, anyone can say anything at any time. Somebody could come out and sue me right now for no reason you know it's like that stuff just that's part of the deal of just being on earth right and this society is litigious society get sued at any time but you know ultimately if you're not doing anything wrong you're not doing anything wrong if you're not harassing somebody and pressuring somebody then you really don't have something to worry about and unfortunately it's a lot of the men who don't have a problem who are feeling really fearful and don't want to do anything and, and who do have a problem, right? They don't care. They're not introspective. So they're just yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah. Well, I, I just wanted to voice that empathy. Yeah. For That's all. And, you know, but it, but it did. Yeah. Um, and anyways, um, so my own personal situation. Yes. Um, Chloe, I'm getting hit on left and right. <laughs> I told you with these tools, you change your energy. And I feel like a frog on a log. A, a frog on a log is what you said? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll give you an example, okay? okay. I, this happened yesterday at the coffee shop. And I, I had not gone to the coffee shop to work because my job is so demanding. I have to be on, it's all remote. I have to be on Teams and I have to be on the VPN and, you know. Right. Anyways, I'm like, okay, no, I need a break. I need to get out, be in public and, you know. I go out there and this this woman who had just recently moved from Arkansas was sitting next to me, like, 
obviously doing her like work meeting and everything finally like comes back and is like what's up how you doing you know and she just starts off and like you know she was like but all of a sudden starts this like as I'm trying to work this hour or two long banter and I'm losing <laughs> myself in her blue eyes you know what did you say about you so did you like her Yes. And here's the problem, okay. right? Is I'm, I was too focused on work and I was too focused on getting over succubus. I don't trust anybody anymore. Mm -hmm. You know how women, when they hit on you, you don't hit on you overtly. They just position themselves to make it easy to ask them out. Yes, and, there, she's showing you she's available. Shazam. Okay. Yes. And and she did that like five or six times in a row. Aw. Well, yeah, I mean, because a lot of and, women and are dealing the with these where, scared men who don't want to make any moves because of me too. And so it's it's causing a lot of confusion. But yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so here I am, like, again, I got lost in her blue eyes, okay? And, you know... All right, so I talk with her an hour or two. That's just an hour or two long conversation. But she dropped four or five or six hints. I mean, asking me where I hang out, what other coffee shops I work in. Oh, I'm sure I'll see you again. Like okay. all these. But that know, sounds good if you liked her. Thank you. But what did I do? You fumbled the ball. No. Oh. Refused you, the ball. you refused it. You didn't even take the ball. Okay. I, I, I kept going with the banter, returned all the jokes, told her all the Didn't things. do the masculine action of asking. I did oh, not I'm ask for her number. Right. I, I missed my cue to say, hey, you want to go out for a beer? Yeah. Okay. And I'm walking out and, and Chloe. So you had a Hamlet moment. Before Succubus, I wouldn't have missed that opportunity. Right. Well, that's your first step. You're aware of it now. You know, and it's happening more and more and more and more. I, yeah. <laughs> because you're putting yourself out there energetically, but then you're having a crisis of confidence in the moment. I'm having a crisis of trust. Right. And look, it has nothing never to do gonna with know. myself. It has trust. It has to do with trust with other people. And and but it also has to do with your confidence in picking somebody. So if you're getting the vibe and you're liking the person, look, we're not gonna know maybe the first date. A good psychopath can fool you, fool you for nine months to a year, okay? But you're in this group, you know me, you're doing this work. <clears throat> you know, as you learn more of this work, certain things, red flags will show up to you, just like um, what happened with Raul with the bait and switch thing, right? Right away, he could see, oh, she's not for me. It was a professional thing, but still, it was the same principle operating. So- Yes, you're going to have to take those steps or you're not going to meet anybody. You're not going to go out with anybody, right? Because that's the only way that, as you call her, succubus wins is if that controls the rest of your life, right? This is just one person that I guarantee you, if we went deep with it, reflected, you always fall in love with your lesson. So I'm sure that this person epitomized and uh, you know a lesson or more than one lesson for you that was a childhood wish i, I can will exactly it, it exactly. was a childhood wish yes so a childhood i don't know, wish that that is. That I don't know if, if you're conscious of that sometimes you don't even need that you can just keep going with these tools and you'll find out you know what i'm saying so okay you brought awareness you didn't take the ball you didn't run with it what how long are you going to do this for? How long are you going to let this woman that you dated before control the rest of your romantic life? 
I don't know. Chloe, I don't know the answer to that, but all I can tell you is I'm sick and tired. This is the twelfth time I've gotten lost in some girl's blue blue eyes and not taking the ball. Okay. So at some point you're gonna get sick of that. Bring you bringing a lot of awareness, which is good. You haven't taken an action yet based on that awareness, right? That's respecting your thoughts. That's amping up your masculine. Doing that is going to increase your masculinity, is going to increase your confidence. Like it it took Lee a while, right? It took Lee a two, while. To two out of the 12 I did, I did accept the ball. Okay, good. So that's progress. So, so it's it's not like like yeah not like none of them, but I'm getting sick of like letting yourself down. Don't do it next time. You got to bring a lot of awareness, and in that moment, you know, just do it. It's it's very hard to um, see changes without taking an action. Yeah. Right. So you've got the awareness part. So now you have to take the action. And, and, and what I'm what I'm doubly kicking myself about is that, like, for most guys, you know how hard it is for a guy to be hit on. You got to bring, bring a lot to the table, and obviously, I'm bringing a lot to the table without my awareness to be getting hit on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. So you should. I mean, so that is a victory and, and so, in and of itself, right? Yeah, that shows yeah. you that you're making progress right there. Yeah, and it's and I'm also I'm 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 used to it. It's happened before in my life. I get it. I understand it. What I what I'm not happy about is my own. I'm not even going to say reticence or hesitation. I'm even going to go so far as to say inability to take these women up on their own. It's not an inability because you can do it, and you've done it two out of twelve times. And no, and I did it, and you were doing it before. Yes. So it's a reluctance. It's a reluctance. Right now. You, like, does right. that make sense? Yes. And sometimes we've talked about this before. Sometimes there's just that moment that's got to be pushed through where you're like, you know what? I'm totally, you talk to yourself and you talk back to your negative thought. You talk back to that limiting belief. You know, I mean, sometimes you can talk out loud. Sometimes people get freaked out by that. They see you talking by yourself to yourself, but you know, you got it. You got to take that counteraction. It's just that moment that needs to be pushed through. Oh, it's happening. Oh, she's hitting on me. Oh, here's my cue. Oh, I'm failing. Oh, I'm dropping the ball. You keep shining that light on it. You will take an action because just like Lee said here, he's sick of it. He's exhausted of it. And so are you. And so when you get exhausted enough, you will make a change. But often we have to hit bottom to make a change because it's scary. Yeah, and, and the curious thing about the hitting bottom was this one. She really had nice eyes, Chloe. Well, it sounds like you know where she's she hangs out. So just go. Yeah, and well, her. you know, yeah, but yeah, yes, I agree. And and I did that today. Good. But you know, you never know how the world works. Does that make sense? And missed opportunities can be missed opportunities. Don't okay, and that but can it really, become and, its and own I don't spiral. care. I don't care. Yes. If, if I miss this opportunity, Good. I'm just taking this as a like, dang it all. It's been a year since succubus. Right. And this, I busted, I busted my knee playing soccer long time ago. It took me nine months to walk straight. Right. It and it probably hurt a lot. It did. And lots of physical therapy fine i had a succubus in my life and she wrecked me like my knee got wrecked but a year's enough yeah a year agreed. is enough agreed so say that to yourself next time you hesitate when you notice you're hesitating and if you need to take a moment excuse yourself for one moment and go to the bathroom collect yourself put some cold water on your face garner up your courage and get out there and then when you come out of the bathroom, just say right away, hey, um, how do you feel about giving me your number? I want to take you out to dinner or whatever it is. I want to get oh, to know you better. I, I, I'm well versed in all that stuff. And, and just to give you an update, too, um, I, I told you about another one that uh, another woman that I hit it off with. And we did exchange numbers this time. Um, yeah. And then later found out that 
you know, okay, she's like going to meet, going to dinner with a friend. And I was just like, all right, Shazam. All right, thanks for the info. Back off. No harm, no foul. But who cares if she's going to dinner with someone else? Correct. Correct. That that That's what I mean. That doesn't by that. mean you're out. I mean, you know, yeah. if you don't have a commitment, please be dating around, guys. Don't get overcommitted to one person when you don't even have an articulated commitment. Correct. I totally agree. I'm, I'm just saying that. Um, the new information didn't cause any stress. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. But it's okay to be stressed. You know, you start to develop a taste for it. And I'm sure in those moments, you start to feel a certain energy where you know something's happening and there's a challenge rising up, right? Um, uh, this blue-eyed girl gave me energy for two or three days. That's how I know that I'm right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good luck. I missed I a big you... opportunity here, Chloe. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay, D. D just said, sorry, Chloe, disregard, not able to speak too much noise. I'll listen today. Okay, if you want, D, you can put into the chat your message, I mean, your question, and I could try to just answer it. I can, um, if D wants to talk, I can get off, Chloe. Okay, no, she said she can't talk because she has a lot of background noise where she's at. Oh. But I'm just saying to put it in the chat, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because my 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 frustration is just a frustration of getting over the inertia of a succubus. Right. And that the great thing about that is that's you. That's just you. You you have total control over that. Right? <clears throat> and it's just about pushing through that moment. Well, okay. If I have total control, how am I not able to do it? What's the hint, Chloe? What? Where? Where? Where's the? It's listening. It's learning to respect your own thoughts. So when you hear that intuition that says, "Oh, she's hitting on me. Oh, she's making herself available to me. Am I interested? Do I want to see her again?" If the answer is yes, then you take an action on it. So you, for to respect your thoughts, you have to hear your thoughts first, right? Oh, I like her. I want to ask her out. Would be the thoughts. What, if what you I meant hear was, those thoughts, then you're going to take an action on it. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. And, and the more you practice making decisions from that position, making decisions from the position of your own authentic wants, desires, thoughts, the easier that will become. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, the, the question was, okay, so, you know, and this happens once or twice a week. Like, I don't know why I get hit on so much, you know, but I do. And, okay. and. Well, your message is hitting you a lot. You know, things tend to keep repeating until you change. Right, your right, 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 right. It's going to keep hitting and hitting and hitting until you get it. Here's the thought patterns. Oh. Okay, she's sending out signals. This is my cue to like, uh, ass, right? Why? I don't want to get hurt. And and does that make sense? And that's yes, the yes. yes. And, and so, no, so no, I don't think anybody wants to get hurt. But you have to put yourself out there. You have to risk getting hurt. That's the, you know, that's the duality. That's the paradox of it you have to risk your risk getting hurt you have to put yourself out there there's no other way to do it that's the duality i'm talking about and especially if you want to be in the masculine energy you got to ask her out you got to take an action oh, in other words now i know my knee has healed enough where i know what activities i can do and not do i can run around and still play soccer with my son i can you know Right. you're going to be doing that right and if you want to play soccer then you're going to go out and do it and i know what i can and i also know what i cannot do i trust myself to judge what i can and can't do with my knee right and i said so i need to trust myself what i can and cannot do with women exactly you know i really I say that I said this to you before. I think you get so much out of the module. If you want to sign up for it, we're starting Tuesday. Think about it. 
because I think it's a really good time for you. But, you know, it's just understanding some of this work, understanding some of the theories underpinning some of what you're doing, I think will help you to take actions in a way. You know what I'm saying? Because you're an intellectual guy. You like to think about things. Yeah. Also, also action oriented. My, my entire life has been an action oriented, but like I, I do seem to over the since succubus that seems to have been damaged my action oriented nature seems to yeah you took a hit yeah you took a hit and that's what happens but you know a lot of times people are like well why does it have to be so bad well why does people have to be so miserable well you have to have something to work against that's how you grow if you have nothing to work against you have you can't grow that's why people come to this planet. I mean, that's like very esoteric, but you have to have something to work against. So succubus, whatever she did, she's something now to work against. And you're going to end up, that's the alchemy of this work. You're going to end up stepping on her head and leveling up to the next person. And she's, and that's going to be better. I like that image. Good. Okay, out of everything you said, what's the point? <laughs> okay. And I mean, even, you know. That's really, I, I hate to say it, but like, I, I had to go into therapy over this stuff. And like, even the therapy, like everyone's at a loss. How do I, the image you just gave me, step over on her head, level up. Boom. Because that was it. How do I get over this? How do I get past this how do i heal from this step over it step over her if need be yeah and we've talked a little bit about it i mean i know that there were times where you know you you ignored your own thoughts about it you ignored your own intuition about it and you're not going to do that again so you know as much as you can practice your intuition and acting on acknowledging your thoughts and then acting on them that's all going to help you does that make sense it does. And, and uh, so, so yeah, stepping over and past stepping on the head of that experience, not even succubus leveling up, but also, yeah, I think I also just need to trust. I've met so many great people and so many great new friends have come into my life recently in the wake of all this. Yeah. Not everybody's an asshole. No, it's only five to 10%. <laughs> Right? Maybe, maybe 20%. Well, the word is, I mean, you know, people, 80% of people are sheep, 10% are good alphas, and 10% are bad alphas. So. And, and a succubus is. Is in the 10% of bad alphas, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the like soul suckers. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, excellent work. You're making progress. You're seeing the problem. You've honed in on it. So you know what the next step is. It's just bringing a lot of awareness. Really, enough awareness will get you to change. You know. And that's ultimately like, you know, how a lot of these, uh, a lot of diets that work, work. is like, you're supposed to just really tune into how you're feeling when you're eating something, how you feel after when you're eating something, how you feel during, you know, a lot of it is cultivating that awareness. And I know you're a spiritual guy. So, you know, if you want, you can, you know, amp up your yoga and meditation or, you know, do mindfulness exercises that will also help you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm still stuck on your your uh, step over a step on her head to like level up, but yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> I was still thinking about that one. Yes, keep that image. You know, you were, that's a really good image. And look, I've like I've said at the beginning, or you weren't here, but you know, I've been doing this work for over a decade. This is how it works. If you keep at your work, the next person you find will be a level up. And a lot of times people come to me and they're in a re already in a relationship. It's, it's the same deal. Either this relationship is going to level up or the next person that you find is going to level up. Um, okay. 
Okay, so I put into the chat, I'm going to wrap it up. I put into the chat my credentials again, so you guys know how to reach out to me. If you want, you can, okay, okay, here. You can um, reach out to me through my website, um, which is be through an email. Um I can set up one-on-ones. We can do a module. Um, this is the last module coming up um, starting. The, they're starting next week for this year, but I'll keep the wait list open anyway. So after that, there'll still be more happening. Um, I think you guys maybe know this already, but I'll make an announcement. Um, so I'm going to be doing these modules for um, the next month. And then um, we'll be doing these meetups until Thanksgiving. And then after Thanksgiving, I'm going to take a break, but I'll still be available for privates during that time. Um, you guys can reach out to me a number of ways, either through um, Instagram or through Meetup or through my website, as I said. Even a quick question, if I can, I'll answer it. If it's not, then we'll, we'll I'll tell you that we need to set up a session. But um, I really like to help people out in the moment that they're struggling because that's when people need help. And that ends up being the most um, efficient, both economically and time-wise. So, um, you know, reach out if you need help. And if I don't hear from you, I'll uh, see you soon. Thanks for coming.